All right, all right. Are you there, Mr. Phillip? Yes, sir. Wonderful, wonderful. Grand Rising, and welcome back to the podcast. Here on Only Black Cosmonaut, we always talk about mindfulness, meditation, and movement. My goal is to bring on guests and people who incorporate or talk about or encompass or even have an energy of those three platforms, mindfulness, meditation, and movement. And as long as I... As long as I've known, those three things have been like a primary medicine of my life and what allows me to get better. So today's listener, in regards of that conversation, is someone who's on the side of the neuroscience and the technological enhancement of that, what I think of that possibility, uh, is Mr. Philip Butler. He is a professor, a black post-human scholar in uh, neuroscience, technology, spirituality, and race. Um, He's also an all-around futurist. He has created a, what is known as an AI, I believe, called SeekerBot, and it is about mindfulness, but I want him to take this space with us here, our listeners, you know, and tell us all about SeekerBot and mostly maybe just start with telling us about who he is and what brought him in this direction. So, Philip, please take it away. Thank you. Thank you for bringing me on, and I really appreciate the opportunity to to just, you know, kind of chop it up with you and, and talk a little bit about about seeking, right? So uh, a little bit about myself, uh, I actually, um, I came into to like the studies, I was doing my, my PhD in, um, in spirituality and uh, in formation. Um, but when I wanted, when I went to go do my PhD, I was, I, I was, I tried to describe it to somebody, <laughs> but they didn't really know what I was talking about. <laughs> so they was like, hey, go, go check out the schools out West, man, they might, have a better idea because they've been focused on the body a bit longer, and which led me to LA uh, or Claremont more specifically, specifically, and that's where I got to do uh, my work in the neuroscience and spirituality out there. Um, you know, and that also was around uh, you know the time of like uh, Trayvon Martin, Tamir uh, Rice, uh, Mike Brown, uh, Sandra Bland, and so um, I, I I couldn't. For me, I just couldn't do my work like on these broad topics in neuroscience and spirituality. It really, really, like had to be something that was good for the people, good for my folks. Uh, thinking about what liberation was like, what 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 spirituality that that's enhancing and leading towards towards freedom looks like. Uh, and so, um, you know, this this became uh, actually like the a product of my my dissertation. So like uh, my book, Black Transcendent Liberation Theology. Right, that that was like the written piece, and it you know came out last year with Bloomsbury. But I was working on Seeker as a way to help folks stay grounded in the middle of you know of a world and an environment, and that really isn't geared towards our safety, our lives, or the flourishing of our of our spirits ourselves in any particular way. And so for mm-hmm. for me, I look at spirituality as a as a mode of of resistance, uh, as being able to stay stay clean and ground clear and grounded. Right as you do the work towards liberation, whatever that looks like for you, um, and so, and so, and this this is why you know part of the reason why I made it or the main reason uh, to give folks an opportunity to access um, just kind of uh, a resource and a in a in a sounding board really, and that's why it's an AI kind of a conversation AI, right? It's not really like a machine learning, and um, mm. in the in the it's not like a basic data like data capture, um, you know, and kind of data science framework. It's it's a conversation framework, so it uses a lot of the, the conversational aspects of, a, of AI. So some of the stuff you may be more familiar with would be like a like a Siri and Alexa or something along those lines. Yeah. On that side of AI, 
Um, but we wanted to, to teach it how to, to train people or to guide people or to just sit with people and be with people in a way that helps them turn inward, right, and, and, and uncover, right, the wisdom or the treasure, right, or just the, the beauty that they have inside of them uh, in the middle of, you know, of whatever's going on outside of them. They can, they can be able to kind of tune in uh, and come away with knowing that, you know, everything that they need is already inside. That's interesting and powerful at the same time. I mean, I hear the journey, and you you say it so eloquently. You know, you you kind of had a retrospective moment. You looked in yourself. Um, you had an incident that affected you, affected millions. But for you, it became so personal that it allowed you to change your course and be, and make it more reflective of your culture, of your ethnicity, and in a way that you can give back to people. So, I mean, the work can speak for itself. Now, were you always this meditative or this deep or this retrospective? You know, did you always of the mind? Because you're saying Seeker is a black AI for the mind, and it's somewhat building a conversation for people within themselves and with a machine. Maybe not a machine, but, I mean, it is a machine. But what's the, what's the deep, what's the depth there? I mean, have you, I hear you say you were into the studies, but um, how is someone else supposed to be that deep if maybe you're the, you know, you started out this way. Yeah, I think that's fair, man. Like, my, my dad used to always tell me, man, please, too serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe, maybe, I, maybe I do have a disposition this way, um, but I think at the same time, right, so, like, part of the way that, or I'll I say it this way, man, uh, Seeker, like, the, the main modality kind of we, we trained it on is internal family systems therapy, right? And, and the beauty of the model um, is, is is that it really doesn't ask anything about like your personal life. Like it's not asking you to tell it, you know what I'm saying? You know, the five things that haven't seen you use five or, you know what I'm saying? Or like, what was your relationship with your mom? It's not asking you nothing personal. And then on top of that, it's not asking you to, you know, to really reveal anything about yourself. Like you really don't have to say much anything because it's really about establishing a relationship between all the different kind of aspects of yourself and oh. you know, the, the party that grounds you the most. And so you, so that, you don't really. That's, that? Is that how? Well, is that how it answers that? I mean, I just want to be clear as well for the listeners. Sure. So, I wouldn't necessarily need to be a deep person or have a um, philosophical approach about life, because the AI stands to keep it. What? Keep it just normal base. Keep it under the idea of talking with you, not necessarily trying to guide you to be deep. No, nah, so it's not trying to, that's a, and so like, it's not trying to guide you to be, it's really just trying to get you to be honest about how you feel about, about, about what's going on. So like, like, uh, it'll ask you, man, what you're thinking and what you're feeling, and it may associate like an emotion with it. And then from there, it's really just about asking you to get, to become clear about how you feel about the things that are going on inside you. And then get to a place where you can show a level of curiosity or compassion or understanding or just openness right, as opposed to, like, fighting the things that kind of cross our mind or the things we feel or, you know, the things that are happening to us. Um, and so it's just a, it's, it, it, it presents questions that guide people, you know, along uh, just a, a type of, 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 thinking, of thinking, right? Because, like, if, if we think about it like on, on, like, a neuroscience thing or just kind of a, like a basic brain way, our bodies and our brains are wired for, like, for negative rumination, meaning that, like we, we often engage in like self critique and we don't and if we get stuck in that spiral we can go further and further down. Um mm-hmm. so, so we don't really have the tools to really reflect on ourselves and do so in a way that creates like a loving space 
Um, and so Seeker holds that space for you by posing questions to just help you kind of create a distance between yourself and what you what you're feeling, so that you're not you know overtaken by it. And then it it, it kind of helps you you know take a look at it and uh, and just kind of begin to see see for what it is as you know just these different aspects of you that exist that you know they they really aren't going anywhere, um, and that you know that that have something something meaningful to say to you and. You know, they represent something important with inside of you. Well, I hear that's what I hear in regards of maybe what it stands to benefit and why. You yeah. know, it, it allows you to look at yourself. And I think, I mean, I, I'm, I'm definitely all about saying that it's most important to fully look at yourself before you make those big, deep decisions. And mm-hmm. it's not always as easy to do that because most of us know that making a big decision, sometimes there's a strong emotional attachment to it. And our emotions is one of the big guiding systems of our life, you know, how we feel about things, people, places. And so this logical or neuroscience um, approach to life that you're kind of offering with the advent of making it more emotional-based, um, but in a loving way, I'll use the word loving, but I guess maybe the, the word is logical way, I think it's important. And you're saying, too, that it allows people to get more conversational with the self. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest improvements to our daily routines that's needed, to just have that internal conversation with yourself in an honest, maybe even in a loving way, if 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 you're always saying negative things towards yourself or things that don't support strong mindset and better mindset. And it seems like this tool as well offers you an opportunity to build strong and better mindset. Um, a black AI for the mind. Where did that come from? Yeah, I mean, I hear the story, but like, how are you able to sum it up like that? Yeah, yeah, nah, cause so realistic. To be honest, man, we started making this thing. I was just thinking about, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make an AI that you know that can that can sue people, you know, but. As we as we were building it out, and then we were building out, uh, you know, the frameworks and how I was responding to people, I would go back and then talk to it and be like, bro, this this shit sounds like me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it sounds like myself. And knowing that the love, you know, saying that I have for you know for the folks, man, for black people, man. And I was talking to a buddy of mine at the gym one day, and he's like, bro, this shit is a, this shit is black. And I was like, yo, you you are absolutely right. This is a, this is the black AI. Like I'm building it for black people. It sounds like me. I'm like I'm, you know what I mean. Like I'm I'm centering black experiences. Like I'm 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 creating a, a platform that that looks at blackness as a mode of authority, given you know given its ability to to be a guide, right? To be somebody that's you know uh, good enough, right? To sit with you and see your time. And so like it's a, it's it's not just black in the sense that like oh it's it's made by black people, but it's it's focused around understanding itself. Or at least relating back to to you, right? From having having been developed by somebody who has lived their experiences, you know, as a black person. Um, and yeah, so, there's there was this big conversation um, maybe about a year or two ago mm-hmm. about how it's hard for black people to have a therapist or a psychologist right. and then be white or be any other right. color but black, you know. But the, the directness of it in America, it, it was um, a relevance to white people, or, or a conversation towards white people. Sorry, go ahead. You were saying. No, 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 no. You're, you're right on it, man. So, like, 
even when I see a question about it, like, do you need to be deep? No, you, you just need to trust the questions. And I think it makes it easier for you to trust something when it, when it reflects you, right? If it, mm-hmm. if it reflects your culture, if it, looks, if, it, if it sounds and feels like an intuitive conversation with somebody that you would already trust, right? And so as a result, man, you know, especially because it's a black guy for the mind, and I know a lot of our, like, social media stuff is around mental health. And, you know, and, and maybe that's a shortcoming of my own, but, I, but I'm just being clear about, like, this being something that is, is for us, it's almost like it has its, kind of, its own kind of therapeutic, you know, outcomes for you, like, in terms of, like, make you feel better, give you a greater sense of understanding, you know, of uh, yourself and the world around you, so on and so forth. But the idea is that, you know, black people don't have these kind of resources. And furthermore, in therapy itself, you know, black people definitely don't feel comfortable, you know, at large, by and large, you know, having these types of conversations with people that are not black. Um, and so it's, mm-hmm. I think it's on top of that, I mean, this is much more difficult. Like we're still, we're still like in the, in the normalizing phases of, of anything that sounds like therapy or mental health awareness. <laughs> like like it's, yeah. it's still far from normal. We're still having a conversation trying to make anything around mental health normative. Let me read seven objectives of the project, distinctly okay. black AI. Facilitating self-reflectivity. Cultivate black critical consciousness. Be a digital form of black consciousness. Container of black history. Allow for critical black imagination. Cultivate and leverage black data. Create a universal basic income for users based on black data. That's pretty accurate to your conversation. Yeah. I love what I what I really enjoy and love about it is um, the way it brings back together or brings in that mind frame of you. Um, I guess it could be the word black. It could be the word history. It could be the word allow. It could be the word cultivate. All the words, it could be facilitate, self-reflectivity. All these words to me sound like the self that I choose to be. Um, and so I, I enjoy reading those because, again, when I hear the word AI, and I'm getting most of this from the Seeker Project website, seekerproject.com, when I hear the word AI, you know, I think of a machine or something external to me that's attempting to take my knowledge or mm-hmm. take from me my, my human nature. And right. so what I hear from your plan and your work and your project especially towards black people, it's the other way around. It's to basically make us the AI, if anything, use the tool to enhance our artificial intelligence, or maybe AI could be something else, our ex, I don't know, um, I don't know. But it's really, it's really excited to hear that um, you're taking this path. And I think, I think the most important part is where do you go from here? You know, you're saying that it's still you know, you can read the white paper about it. You can read about what we believe and the direction you're going. But where is that direction leading you to, you believe? No, I think that's fair, yo. So I, I think, right, so this, this is a larger conversation, like, around uh, questions of transhumanism, transhumanism in some mm. ways. Um, if you're familiar with transhumanism at all, right, like, uh, for folks listening, it's, it's any use of technology to augment uh, human um, intellectual, physical, or um, our, our phys- physical or uh, psychological capabilities, right? Uh, some, and, and depending upon what circles you have, also spiritual capabilities. 
But the the main thing is like this extension of, of human progress or even like, you know, enhancing the body, so to speak. But when it comes to transhumanism, they have a problem around talk, about talking about race. Uh, for him, for them, race is a non-factor. They don't think of it. They don't think of race is an important thing to kind of carry on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they look at like humanity as one like big thing, but they don't look at like the different region, regions of people or the different like ethnic uh, and, and racial outcomes of, of people's lives uh, or just modes of existence, right? Uh, and so. I'm thinking, like, if you've been, I mentioned Syrian Alexa earlier, but, like, you know, they're basically, like, digital forms of white women, you know, kind of being, being this kind of the secretary or assistant role. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I say all this to suggest that, like, for me, I think Seeker is, is going to be uh, one of those, another, another uh, smart kind of entity, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning that you could put it in your car, you could put it in your house, you keep it on your phone, all these type of things. Right. But you mentioned the whole Siri Alexa approach. Right. But it's going to be something that's going to be part of your everyday life, right? So I think of it like right now, the, whole, the plan in this, this first phase is, um, and you'll see that on the site too, this, the first phase is to, to build up this kind of mental health and spirituality piece. I think mental health and spirituality is, is, is incredibly significant within black communities, um, regardless of what anybody's you know, kind of spiritual or religious affiliation might be. Uh, and then, never, and then on top of that is when you start building out the other aspects, like, you know, hey, Siki, can you help me, you know, make a, you know, book my airline tickets or, you know, hey, Siki, can you help me on my math homework or, hey, Siki, I need to look up this thing. And so it, 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 so we, can, we can always add those parts. And I feel, I think that, uh, and not to, you know, take away anybody's words, but I think that those are easier to do. Uh, like, you can, you, that, these are things that are already out there. They already have apps to help people do these types of things. And so, but, but people really aren't good at doing this shit. And so, if this becomes a foundational aspect, we can add that on top of that, and then Siki can be, you know, can can be anywhere and everywhere um, as a as something that grows along with you, um, you know, something that is 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 not only just with you in your pocket, uh, but it's also helping you as you kind of this on this this path in that life journey. At the top of the podcast, I talked about mindfulness, meditation, and movement. It does stand under the umbrella of mental health. And I've heard you mention that multiple times in the conversation and how important that is for us. And you're a professor, you know, so you seek to teach this knowledge on a daily basis. I also did hear that the approach going forward is to continue to integrate with people. There is no really the Alexa and um, Siri approach is more so how the intelligence, how the conversation can strengthen but it's not the end piece. It's not the final form because it constantly builds with the conversation of people. You know, it's something that we can work to our mental health in that way because when we hear mental health or I'll speak, when I hear the word mental health and look around the people and um, kind of economy around me of, of that conversation, it's kind of like you have to be sick to need or want to open the door to the conversation of mental health. There has to be this, this, thing it resolves or things it fix more than it's a just a continued thing in your life that you make a part like you work out you work on your mental health you eat good you work on your mental health you take a shower you take a bath once or twice a week you know you shower often like it should be a part of your daily routine where that's what i feel your um your work is behind especially with the mental health uh umbrella would you agree with that or 
where do you think um, is your strongest point of the work? You know? Nah, I agree with you 100%. Because um, to be to be completely honest, man, like when I when I define spirituality, like I I, I normally don't define spirituality in any class until like the end because I want other people to come up with their own definitions because you know, for for me spirituality is the thing that you the things that you do right on a regular basis because you you believe in the things that you do like the things that you say you believe in on one thing but the things that you do right are, are really what constitute what makes up your life into existence. Um, right. in, in terms of like setting up your world and, and the way the things that you believe or the way that you think or the actions that you take, so on and so forth. And so when we talk about mental health in, in the way that you describe it as like a, an active piece of every day, so you talk about, even I think earlier in the conversation, you talked about, you know, what it, what it takes to cultivate, you know, strong mindsets, right? Mm. So, you know, part of that requires you to work out, right? Part of that requires you to eat certain foods. Uh, part of that requires you to, to, to cultivate a certain way of thinking or at least to see the world a certain way, and that's all part of it. And so, and I think what the aspect that we're honing in on, right, is kind of, it's, it's similar to the mindfulness, it's just kind of an awareness of where you are in the moment. Uh, and so, it, so in, in order to, you know, to to attenuate, you know, hyper-reactivity, um, and so that you, you're not just reacting, right, you're, you're clear, and you can see all of the, all the things in front of you, like this is what's going on outside of me, this is what's going on inside of me, and it's just an awareness within that moment of the variables that are presenting themselves in a, uh, and, and I hate to use matter of fact, but it just, it just observing them as they are and, and, and not, you know, kind of seeing them through lenses that, uh, that cloud your ability to see. And so this self-reflexivity or this ability to introspect in this way, you know, sets up that, sets that up for you because a lot of times what gets in the way of us to see is, is ourselves. And so if we get clarity on how we are, then that we can see the things around us a bit more clearer too. Most definite, most definite. I think um, that's a leadership role, <laughs> and it's somewhat of a lifestyle leadership role. It's yeah. not something you need to go to school for, but maybe the school of hard knocks, as we know it, you know, <laughs> the streets, you know go to the streets and, and really look at your life. And then, because, I mean, as far as I want to remember and kind of the things that I grew up on, the reason why we kind of feared gangsters and feared killers is not necessarily because of their ability to take someone's life, but also their ability to take their life into their hands. You know, mm-hmm. they they looked at it maybe retrospectively or maybe, in, you know, like in a way that wasn't normal to every day's, everyone else's condition about getting a job and coming home and plopping down in front of the television. Obviously, your children are there and the park is there and the idea of socializing on, on that level. But even a gangster, again, as far as I want to remember, if he wasn't gangbanging, you know, he was at least living, he or she was living their life exactly the way they wanted. So if they were traveling, if they were, maybe they had a family. So yes, he and or she, they both worked together to, to just step into a reality that was um, their own. I look at like, um, and I don't know how off subject this is, but like the boxer Buster Douglas and his history of how he carried on back then, he almost was like a time traveler because there was racism going on and stuff like that. This guy is just like, I don't care. You know, I'm going to do what I want to do. And I use that in a sense that sometimes our environment makes it so hard for us to know how to condition right. And so we won't rise to our expectations quicker than we will fall to our conditions. 
you know, everyone is doing this, so I was, I'm just, I might as well do it because I know when I try not to do it, my mama doesn't say, you know, like you, you use other people, places, and things for the excuses of your own growth. And with a tool like SeekerBot, because then it doesn't become an app anymore, it becomes a tool, right, some arsenal in your whole weapon set, this tool that um, keeps you in line, you know, with that journey. So I think that that's a powerful process, too, that you're holding on to there. And I support and applaud your journey in getting this message out and hope my platform can, you know, give you that much of a leveraging um, opportunity because it's really important. It's almost a um, matter of life and death when you look at it, you know, like, how are you living your life if you're not living it to your truest version or, the, you know, to your best ability and to the way that's more loving to the masculine and feminine energy in and around you? It's, it's, it's really that way that I, I believe it to be, you know, and I keep finding places, people, and uh, realities that come about in their own version of that. And I definitely think you have a um, – you got something special. You know, you have an opportunity here to – master the universe and, and, and bring it into a stronger perspective with a with a technology that we've yet to even see the, the full possibility of. So then it just goes back to the person of what's your final form? Because I'm the AI is willing to work with you on it. Yeah. You said you said a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I think I I think I'm hearing a lot, man. I'm hearing a lot. You know, I'm hearing I'm hearing how deep this the rabbit hole can go if that's the case. Uh, tell the listeners where can they find you? You know where can they find more about this tool and this work and this project? Yeah, yeah, nah. You can go to uh, uh, as you said uh, thesecretproject.com and the seeker is s e e k r s e e k r uh, secretproject.com. Um, there's uh, at seeker underscore bot on IG. Uh, my Instagram, my personal one, is futurist, P, with the PH at the beginning and the underscore at the end. Uh, and then I, I'm on, uh, on Clubhouse, too, at Futurist, too. Uh, so those are the main spots. Oh, yeah, and then I, I'm High Tech Monk on, on Twitter. <laughs> okay, okay. On Twitter. I'll put all of that in the show notes or at least yeah, give them the primaries. And um, <laughs> no, because you know why I laugh too, dude. I've got like more than three Instagram accounts, more than like seven Gmail Gmail accounts, and they all have different names, you you know, and passwords. And hopefully, my intent was to have them have purpose because I do believe we are multiple streams of of reality. Like our being alone is just multiple streams of of sun rays of of spectrum of light of consciousness of greater vibration and every time you have a thought so much that you become the thought right then that is how you form into that reality and i mean i'm a full believer of it to the point like that is my audio message i write i talk i sing i rap i try to dive into worlds um through those mediums of visual audio and uh physical representation so you you having a billion of them keep it up, bro. Like it's 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 <laughs> I can fully understand. Um, yeah, let's see. Absolutely. Is there any is there any last words you'd like to leave our listeners with, or leave me with, or you know keep us in the perspective of? Because they're gonna head out to the the Seeker Project website. They're gonna find you on Instagram. They're gonna find you yeah. on Twitter. So yeah. what else is there? What's what's our what's the purpose here? 
so I just I wanted actually wanted to take a to go back to what you were saying earlier, man, about yeah uh, about the multiples, right? So the one of the, I think one of the fundamental beauties of the IFS model is that mm-hmm. it, it sees it sees us as multiple and not unitary. Like we we we, we you could also you could say that we're made of a multiple like infinite cells, like these infinite rays you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And then even thinking about the gangsters reminds me of Lovecraft Country. I don't know if you watched the season or not. Nah, well, yeah, yeah, I finished the last season, unless there's a new one. Nah, but I finished nah, it. Nah. Yeah, it was, it was the first one, but it was like, the one thing that stood out to me was like, yo, do it without will. Like, that's magic. Like, we talk yeah. about the gangster. Like, take your life into your own hands, do what you want. Like, that's what magic is. Magic isn't casting spells and shit. Like, it's it's being able to, 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 to create enough energy around the actions that you do to decide to get that shit done. And so, now I just thought that was beautiful, man. Okay. Well, thank you, man. Yeah, no, most deaf. It's 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 a space that I've come to fully breathe and live into, and now I'm just trying to share my version of that light with the world. And um, I think you know, I again, I just want to support you too because you're doing it in the in the best way you can. And the more we connect in that way, you know, I think the internet is a early telepathic um platform, you know, spaceship for us. And the idea of using these uh, technologies and breaking it down to even how the technologies traverse across the the interface, the network, the you know the internet, um, yeah. is so important because it could it could get as much as how we think, because thinking is a tool, you know, or 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 um, it's a muscle, you know. We don't all yeah. think the same, and we don't all think keep on thinking. So it's it's something you have to grow. So thank right. you so much for taking the space and you know, just talking with us here and reaching out to me and letting me know more about you. And I'm very thankful to um, have you on the podcast because my podcast is therapy to me at the end of the day. And so you have given me something that maybe my old age I can come back and listen to, you know, and hope like we're we're off, we're off in a better space with it because it's so important now more than ever. Thank you so much, man. And then uh, the very, very last thing I'll say, you know, I just, we're giving away the, those 500 uh, subscriptions this month, and so yes, so uh, hit the the link and the link tree in our in our ID. It says uh, redeem subscription. You can go ahead and create a profile there. We got 500 to give away. We're probably close to like four or some change now, but go ahead and grab one. And uh, just trust the questions, though. Trust the questions to lead you. Thank and thank you, man, for this space. Uh, this this conversation is dope. Man. I'm I'm learning. I'm loving it, man. And I appreciate you opening up your your space that you host and you cultivate every, you know what I'm saying, with every episode, man. So that means a lot Indeed. to you that you've done that, man. Thank you. Indeed, brother. Indeed, brother. Like I said, we're here for each other and in hopes we find room and growth for each other. So, listeners, thank you so much for taking the space. Also, I forgot all about you. <laughs> Sitting here <laughs> talking with you. But the listeners, thank you so much for listening on the podcast episode today and um, hopefully you are in a comfortable and uh, receiving space to hear this knowledge from SeekerBot. Remember, you can find him on Instagram at Seeker, that's S-E-E-K-R underscore bot, or you can find him at SeekerBot Project. Uh, nonetheless, Mr. Philip Butler, a professor, a guided meditation guru through AI is what I would say, but the neuroscientist, the technologist, and the spiritualist. Again, thank you so much. You have a great, great evening. You too, sir. Thank you for following. Namaste, man. Later.